Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I am your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and as you know, I am here to empower and support foster parents on their journey. So if you're listening to this episode, you likely already know that the journey of foster care is not without its challenges. And one major hurdle that can be particularly stressful for foster parents is navigating the court system. Court proceedings can be overwhelming, emotionally draining, and filled with uncertainty. So in this episode, we're going to explore why court is so stressful for us foster parents, and I'm going to provide some actionable strategies to cope with the challenges that you may face as you approach a court date in the future. So let's dive into this. So like I said, court dates are often filled with uncertainty. These are decisions about the placement and future of our kids, right? As foster parents, we're deeply invested in the well-being of these kids, rightfully so. And the prospect of potential reunification or changes in custody can evoke strong emotions, which again, we know the first goal of foster care is reunification and we support that. But anytime something changes in a child's life that we love and care about, we are going to have those strong emotions. So whether it's, you know, kinship care or guardianship or us adopting them or them going to a different placement or reunification, all of those things, any change can really be hard to, de- to deal with as foster parents. So this emotional strain can also be exacerbated by the lengthy legal process and the pressure of providing accurate and compelling testimony. So we need to talk about what foster parents can do to navigate all of these challenges. Um, So I'm going to break it down for you just with some simple strategies. And the first one is to seek support. You need to connect with other foster parents or support groups or just people that you know that have experienced similar challenges Sharing your feelings and experiences can provide a sense of validation and relief, which is so, so important as you really navigate these difficult times of foster care. The second thing I want to mention is that it's important to engage with professionals. You know, your foster care agency um, or your you know DCF or DHS office, social workers, lawyers, they can offer guidance and support during the court process. It can vary, obviously, whether or not they are able to provide the type of support that you want and need, um, but they're definitely good people to reach out to first. I would say do everything that you can to establish open lines of communication and stay informed and seek advice from them if possible. Courtrooms can be intimidating. I know that firsthand. I'm sure if you've been a foster parent long enough, you know that too, Um, especially if you're not familiar with the legal proceedings of foster care. (laughs) You may feel overwhelmed by the complex language and formalities and the presence of multiple parties involved in the case. But understanding and following court protocols is really important so that you're not adding to the stress and anxiety of the situation. So let's talk about some ways that you can do that, some strategies to help foster parents navigate the complex legal procedures. So first and foremost with this, I say educate yourself as much as possible. You need to take time to familiarize yourself with the court system and the specific laws governing foster care in your jurisdiction. This is just one of those cases where knowledge is power and it really does empower you to ask informed questions. If you don't know what's going on, then it's going to be really hard for you to ask the right questions and get the answers that you're looking for. Um, that you need really. 
You also are going to be able to participate effectively, whether you're testifying or whether you're just showing up um, to court or even just giving documentation ahead of court. You're going to feel more confident during all the proceedings if you know what's going on. Um, also, if you don't know where to start with this, or if you're already feeling overwhelmed in just the first few minutes of this podcast episode, don't forget to join my live training for foster parents on coping with court anxiety this Friday, June 23rd. You can click the link in the episode description to save your seat, or you can find the info at fearlessfostering.com. Okay, next up communication with your legal representative. It could be your child's lawyer or a guardian ad litem, or it could be your own legal counsel. But as much as possible, you really should maintain open communication with the attorneys. Um, Every single legal person that you can, that's really going to help you. You need to be able to share your concerns, seek clarification, and discuss the best strategies to protect your child's best interests. So an attorney or GAL can explain the process, um, prepare you for hearings, and advocate on your behalf and really on the child's behalf, right? Like that's what we're here to do. But they need to be able to, you know, communicate with you and you need to communicate with them to um, be as effective as possible. So remember, (laughs) court processes can often be slow, which leads to prolonged periods of waiting for hearings and decisions. I probably don't have to tell you that. You probably already know. And then you probably also know that this waiting game can be mentally and emotionally exhausting for foster parents as they strive to provide stability and support a child from a hard place amidst the uncertainty. So it's a lot. It's a lot on your plate for you, a lot on your plate for the kiddo in your care. Um, So let's talk about some strategies to help foster parents cope during the waiting game part of court. The number one thing I say is to focus on self-care. You may feel like I am beating a dead horse here, but I promise you it is so, so important. Um, Prioritizing self-care helps you manage stress. And it's like one of those things where everything else has to be second to this in this time, especially if you're like flipping the calendar and you see a court date on the calendar that should be like a alarm ringing for you to like swipe, swipe everything else off the calendar and just prioritize self-care. Do delegate what you can to make time for you. You need to engage in activities that promote relaxation and well-being. You need to reset your parasympathetic nervous system time and time again with exercise, meditation, spending time with loved ones, pursuing hobbies and doing things that really light you up, okay? so 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 important please don't think of it as like not a priority i don't know how else to say it um and the second thing that is really important for both you and your child during this time while you're waiting um, either for a court date or between um, a hearing and a decision really work on ways to stay connected with your child you can really just focus on maintaining a nurturing and stable environment for the kids in your care and by focusing on you know their needs, you can alleviate the stress and uncertainty for them and provide a consistent source of support throughout this court process. Depending on the age of the kid, this might look a little different, but trust me, if you're nervous about a court hearing, which it's definitely normal to be, um, your kiddo probably is too. And even if they're really little, they are picking up on what we're putting out. So and that's not to scare you or anything. It's just to say, 
focus on you, focus on them. Everything else can wait. It's just not as important. Um, and you need to take everything else off your plate. Um, it's really important also to remember that like, obviously court proceedings can be incredibly stressful for foster parents, but your involvement is absolutely vital in advocating for the best interests of your child. And that's why we got into foster care, right? To advocate for the kids' best interests in our care. Now, by understanding the stressors involved and implementing effective coping strategies, you can navigate the court system with more confidence and resilience. I was able to do it. I've been sharing about it a lot on my Instagram stories. It's something that I definitely saw a need to change um, my behaviors, how I was showing up and what how I was coping um, from the first part of our foster care journey to the second half when we got our daughter. So remember that you're not alone. I know what you're going through um, and I'm here for you. Reach out for support, stay informed, and again, prioritize self-care. Um, we can definitely create a more compassionate and supportive foster care experience for everyone involved, but these are the things that we need to do and make sure that we're doing consistently in order to make it happen. So with that being said, don't forget, if you want help taking the stress and anxiety out of court, join my live training for foster parents on coping with court stress and anxiety this Friday, June 23rd. The link is in the episode description to save your seat or you can visit fearlessfostering.com or even my Instagram at fearless underscore fostering. I hope I will see you there. There is a uh, certificate of completion for continuing education for anyone who attends. Um, and if you can't make it live, you can absolutely um, you know, still sign up and, and you'll get the replay within 24 hours. So I hope to see you there.